Hey guys, and welcome. I'm Life Coach Meg Ellis. It's time for you to stop coasting through life, and it's time for you to find your purpose. It's time for you to create your fate. If you want to receive weekly inspirational texts to keep you focused and vibing high, text expect good things to 833-204-0009 to sign up now. Do you want to freak out less? Make a mental note. Do you want to achieve peace and remain calm? Do you like your state of homeostasis? Okay, go back. Look, did you answer yes to any of these questions? If so, please stay on the line. And this is coming from somebody who literally used to freak out about everything. Like seriously, um, you can ask my ex-husband because <laughs> honestly, I would even look for things to freak out about sometimes. So um, that's that. They're just putting that out there there. You know, it's not my proudest moments, but hey, that's what growth is all about, right? Um and as a reformed freaker router, I'm going to share three tips today that literally changed my life from freaking out about the smallest things ever to remaining objective, calm, and peaceful. And when you remain calm and clear-headed, clear-minded, you can remain high vibe and stay in that state and continue to attract things that are resonating on that same wavelength right? Like attracts like. That's that law of attraction that we always talk about. And if you're freaking out all the time, what type of energy do you think you're attracting? Energy that is actually going to make you freak out even more. So save yourself from the endless cycle of energetic distress and ask yourself three simple questions. Question one, is it real? Ouch. Have you heard that? And you're like, ooh, that's me. Listen up. Is it real? Do I know this for certain? Is it objective? Would others view this similarly? Now, I don't want you to confuse this with um, caring about what other people think or confuse it with searching for affirmation from other people who simply, you know, looking for them to agree with you. But if you were to sit down with whatever you are freaking out about, worried about it in your mind, pause and consider if this is an objective thought. Do the coworkers really not want you to sit with them at lunch? Is your date for the night really going to ghost you because he hasn't responded to your texts in hours? Is your boss really going to fire you because he put a meeting on your calendar? Is it real? Or did you perhaps make it up in your head? And yes, honestly, this one simple question has saved me from so much emotional damage and energetic frenzy. Is it real? Well, no, none of my coworkers said they didn't want me to join them, but nobody asked me. Okay, so after you realize that, no, your worry is actually not real, consider other options. My boss wants me to, you know, come in to talk about upcoming travel, uh, onboarding the new guy, a promotion. Right? Here's the thing, and you've heard me say this a, a thousand times by now, energy flows where your attention goes. If your mind 
automatically goes to the worst case scenario or to a negative potential that does not exist yet, that is where you are sending energy to meet you. Energy is the exact thing that actually fuels the potential. And I know it sounds out there, but your energy actually creates the potential coming to fruition, right? Because here's the thing about potentials. Nothing has actually happened yet. The worst case scenario is just as possible as the best case scenario. Neither one exists yet. And we have trouble visualizing the best case scenario because we don't want to end up disappointed in the future. So we automatically go to the worst case scenario. And this is also because we are jaded by our experiences of the past. So you got the future and the past here, right? Something happened to you once or it was even remotely uh, similar. And now you automatically assume that it's happening now. Attention goes to the worst case scenario and energy follows. And you end up creating your worst case scenario. That does not sound fun. So let's just dial it back, right? Let's dial it back, sweetie. Is it real? Question number one. Well, it could be, does not count. Is it real right now? Do you know it for certain? Yes or no? And if that answer is no, calm yourself down and focus on the actual facts. The girls of the office would likely not say no if you asked to sit with them. Homeboy is at work and he said he had a really busy day. Uh, You know you have been an outstanding employee and the company is doing well. These are the facts. Focus on the facts. And, you know, whatever those actual facts are, send your attention uh, and then your energy, right? Because your energy follows. Send your energy to the facts. And trust me, it will cut out about 90% of your mental chatter. So um, question number two, is it a 10? And I love this one for your Enneagram 8s, 6s, and 1s. Is it a 10? Meaning on a scale of 1 to 10, whatever you are worried about or annoyed at or freaking out about, is it a 10? Some of you feel like you have to worry about everything in the whole wide world out there. Every little thing. That's a lot. That's got to feel heavy. What if you said, okay, I'm only going to let things that are a 7 or above really weigh me down. And the next time you're consumed or worried about something or, or angry about something or irritated, whatever it is, frustrated, you're going to ask yourself, is it real? Right? Okay. Then if it is real, then you rank it from one to 10. And if it's a four, let it go. You only give thoughts to sevens and above. And then as time goes on, as you practice this and you're okay with assessing a situation and being like, okay, it's only a four. It's really not that big of a deal. You can now say, okay, now I'm actually going to worry about things that are an eight or above and then a nine. And sooner or later, you'll get to a 10. Is it a 10? Right? And it's not just things that you're worried about. It's things that can irritate you too. This proves to be very helpful for ones and nines who care so much about doing the right thing and creating impact. And this can also mean 
right? Amazing traits, but can also mean that they feel responsible for everything. My best friend is the one. And one day we were talking about uh, work and all these things. And it led to this like generalized things in life. And I asked her, I was like, is there anything that you don't feel responsible for? Like, it's not your duty to do. And she sat there thinking like, hmm, trying to think of one thing that she did not feel responsible for in life. And she could not think of one thing. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm blown away. That's what the inside of your mind looks like. Like, that has got to be like all consuming. And she's like, uh, yeah, it is help. <laughs> and so she loves this. Is this a 10 thing? Because she's like, no, I even, even if you don't, um, you know, assign a number to it, like, oh, it's a seven or it's an eight, or you say like, oh, only sevens are going to bother me. It at least makes you sit down and be like, you know what? This is actually a three. Like it's, it's really not that big of a deal. Right. So whether it's something that you're worried about, feel responsible for, or something you're annoyed about, you cannot be consumed by it all. Now, if you don't take time to pause and actually think about it, it will likely consume you. But pause. Ask yourself, is it a 10? And a lot of times you'll find that it's probably like a two or a three. It's not a big deal at all. But unless you take the time to actually become consciously aware of this, you will feel unconsciously responsible for it responsible for it all (laughs) or worry about it all or allow everything under the sun to annoy you? Is it a 10? It's the second question that will literally change your life. So please send this to any of your Enneagram One friends. They will thank you for this. (laughs) And the last point, last questions, last question. What are my emotions telling me about me right now? I think I've I've said this before, um, but I don't typically get angry that much. But road rage is always a uh, a trigger for me. Right, it, it re- my anger resonates in road rage. Right, I'm never actually mad at the traffic, but I always find myself mad in the car. Now I could blame the other drivers or pedestrians, or even worse, the cyclists. I'm not wrong. Um, I could blame them, and that would be shifting the responsibility of the, the matter of the situation externally and out of my control, right? I'm blaming the cyclist. They should have followed the road signs. They should have gone the same way as traffic. Uh, and there's really nothing that I can do about it. But likely, it's really not about them, right? Is it a 10? No, I really don't care about the cyclist that much, you know? And so the other day, I, I'm driving to this energy healing appointment, and I had actually never done anything like this before. And it was about an hour's drive, Uh, basically all highway. And I noticed that as I was getting closer to my destination, I started getting road rage, like mad at this driver, mad at that one. And they weren't even really doing anything like super annoying or super wrong. Like it was not a 10, but I kept getting madder and madder. And and I could have left it at that, like terrible drivers, et cetera, et cetera, whatever, the rain, yada, yada, yada. Um, but when you are upset or triggered, it's not about the other person. It's not actually about the trigger. The trigger is just showing you where you are not healed, where, where you got to look at you, right? What is your situation telling you about you? 
and don't take the easy way out here, right? Well, oh, I don't like stupid drivers. No, no, no. That's not about you. That's still about the external trigger, right? That's really just popping up saying like, hey, you, your inside might need some attention right now, right? Um, take a look internally at you. And you can take this and, and every opportunity like this, you can learn something about yourself, right? If you just blame the other drivers, you're not going to learn anything about yourself, and so in this situation, I noticed that I was getting triggered and angry, which isn't like me, right? And I was able to realize that I wasn't actually mad. I was actually nervous and anxious about this energy healing session. And it was resonating as anger and blame towards other people. And Brene Brown says that blame is simply the discharging of discomfort or pain. And it's an extremely fast way to do that. I was not angry. Nobody was doing me wrong on the highway. Nobody was out to get me because, you know, they were driving five over the speed limit instead of 10, right? Uh, in, in the left-hand lane, mind you, at that, right? So like PSA, um, side note, nobody is out to get you. But that's like a whole other podcast, like relieving that thought, like nobody's out to get you. So Stop shifting your attention externally, stop blaming something or somebody um, or getting mad at a situation externally. Shift and ask yourself, what are my emotions telling me about me right now? And mine were telling me, wow, I'm a little nervous. Like, what's going to happen? I don't know. I've never done this. And I didn't uh, know what to expect, right? Uh, rather than me sitting in that discomfort, it was easier to shift the blame of the discomfort onto others, right? But here's the thing, that is not going to fix your problem. You get to the root of the problem, get to the root, and you can only ever do that when you shift internally, not externally, and look at self. What is this telling me about me? Because you want to know more about yourself, right? The more you understand yourself, the more you can be confident in yourself. And then you ask yourself about yourself. <laughs> so we're learning how to be selfish here, right? Learn everything you can about yourself and don't be afraid to do that. So to recap, three things to ask yourself before you begin to freak out. One, is it real? Two, is it a 10? Three, what are my emotions telling me about me right now? That's all I got. I believe you can create your life. I believe that you can create your fate. So to connect with more thoughts, inspiration, you can follow me on Instagram at Let's Create Your Fate or online at Let's Create Your Fate.com. And please, like I said, uh, send this to an Enneagram one for sure, but any any friend that you think would benefit uh, from this podcast. And maybe don't just send it to them and be like, hey, I think you freak out a lot. Here's this podcast. <laughs> but just listen to it. Say, hey, this really helped me. Um, and subscribe and, and write a review if this helped you. That would help me so very much. And I appreciate you for doing that. So thank you for taking that time. And that's all I got for you today. But of course, if I could leave you with just one thing, it is this. Expect good things. Always. And they will happen. Thanks for joining me today. And I will talk to you soon. 